Welcome everyone to the first and only sports gambling game show in the world. I'm your host, Sean Stacking the Money Green. This is our fourth Let It Ride. If you're a new viewer, go watch our first three episodes on YouTube. Much better binge than the Queen's Gambit I've been hearing. And uh, in each show, we have two problem gamblers, or as we like to call them, contestants, go head to head to see who's the wiser wise guy and return next week to defend his or, in a rare occasion, her title. It's like Jeopardy, but better because our viewers can win money as well by betting along with our players pick tonight was supposed to be a very special championship edition with two undefeated contestants. Unfortunately, the fantasy football supercomputer himself, Adam Pelletier glitched out and had to cancel. Thankfully, another SGPN writer and slack superhero stepped in at the last second. Please welcome the dominator of denominators moon off Manji moon off. What does it feel like being Adam Pelletier? I'll be honest. I'm a little nervous. I have some big shoes to fill, but hopefully I make him proud this week. Yes. I'm sure he's, he's watching at home. He he's, he's seeing the Texans background. He's thinking about that. Deandre Hopkins catch that destroyed his, uh, his, his comeback for his bills as a Texans fan. Are you guys over that trade yet? We're not over it yet. We're not, especially now the knife just keeps getting deeper and deeper, especially after the catch that he made on Sunday. I mean, (laughs) It's been rough. It's been a rough year for the Texans, so we'll see what happens. Well, we're gonna bring on the uh, DeAndre Hopkins of uh, Golf Gambling Picks. He won our Masters edition go. last week by beating his co-host of the Golf Gambling Podcast. Please welcome the bogey-free better himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, very serious question: How many hours a week do you spend on writing, researching, podcasting, watching, and most importantly, betting on golf? Oh, well, I mean, definitely probably more than my real job, my day job doing it. But I mean, I'm always thinking about what props to bet, you know, where the lines are. And it's just, it's one of the loves of my life doing what I do. So good to be on again. Yes, as well. And still finding time for a, uh, a wife and a kid family man, but stays true to his DGen only roots. All right. Quick review of how the game works in round one. I test their sports gambling knowledge with trivia questions in round two. We look at how many units each contestant won on last weekend's NFL games. And in the final round, they'll give us their best bets for this weekend. Whoever has more units on Monday morning wins and returns next week to battle our next challenger on. In round one, each one of these questions is worth 10 points. Our challenger will go first, Moon off. This category is famous DGENs only, according to reliable sources, aka sportsgamblingpodcast.com. What did Michael Jordan lose the most money on in a single day? Was it craps, A, B, golf, C, rock, paper, scissors, or D, horse? So was it craps, golf, rock, paper, scissors, or horse? What do we got? Uh, I'm going to go with golf. Incorrect. He has lost a tremendous amount of money on golf. And uh, of course, he did try to bet Jim McMahon a million dollars on the back nine. We heard that uh, courtesy of Jim McMahon on this very podcast. But according to reliable and uh, witness, an upstanding citizen himself, Adam Pac Man Jones, claims he saw. 
Michael Jordan lose five million dollars at crafts in one insane Vegas night. Hopefully they at least comped him his room. What do you what do you comp a man who loses five million at the crafts table? Yet yeah, one way or another, that man got a lot of drink tickets. All right, Steve, you're up in this category. One of my favorites, Back to the Futures. The last time your beloved New York Giants, which pains me to say that. Congratulations on the win. Enjoy it. Uh, last time you guys won the Super Bowl, they were twenty-two to one long shots coming in. Got hot in the playoffs. Which one of the other 2011 playoff teams or 2011 playoff teams had the longest odds to win that Super Bowl. Was it the Denver Broncos, the Cincinnati Bengals, Moonoff's Houston Texans, or the Pittsburgh Steelers? Which team had the longest odds? So Giants were 22 to 1, then you had the Broncos, Bengals, Texans, Steelers. Who was the Longest odds in that 2011 playoff. Steve, where are you at here? I'm going to go with the Broncos. That is correct, Steve. The Denver Broncos, the Tim Tebow led Broncos were 80 to 1 going into that wild card round where they beat the 12 to 1 Steelers. And apparently that was the last sports prayer. God answer for Tim Tebow as he's currently stuck in the Mets farm system where there are no true believers moon off your next category spread them. The Buffalo bills went to the super bowl four years in a row and lost. Of course, this probably was a question designed for Adam Pelletier, but you've become the Buffalo bills specialist. Now, which one of these super bowls that the Buffalo bills were in had the smallest point spread was it? A 1990 New York Giants, B 1991 Washington Redskins, aka now the Washington Football Team, or the 92 a Super Bowl against the Cowboys, or the 93 Super Bowl against the Cowboys. Which was the smallest point spread? The Giants in '90, the Washington Football Team in '91, Cowboys in '92, or Cowboys in '93. Um. I'm going to go with the Washington then Redskins. Oh, uh, so close moon off. It was actually the 1992 Dallas Cowboys. Dallas was favored by six in 1990. Buffalo was actually favored by six and a half. So that uh, field goal truly meaningless. And then in 91, Washington was favored by seven and a half. And in 93, the Cowboys were favored by 10 and a half total points. Don't worry, Moon off. We got a bonus question here for you. Are you ready to for 20 units with this bonus question? Here it is. Which of the following nicknames is not listed on the basketball reference page of soon to be net star James Harden? Is it Jimbo slice? That's an amazing nickname. El Chapo dreams. Or the beard. Rockets fan. Was it Jimbo Slice, El Chapo, Dreams, or the Beard? Which one of these nicknames is not listed on basketball reference? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the dream. That is correct for 20 points. Of course, uh, Rockets legend Hakeem Olajuwon. He's the dream. So dreams 
not making sense there. However, uh, even more legendary James Harden once spent one million dollars in the Houston strip club dream. So maybe maybe they call him uh, dreams there, and certainly making dreams come true, putting a lot of a lot of women through college there. Club even retired his number in the rafters. So who says uh, James Harden isn't a championship caliber player? Steve, your final category: fantasy freaks. And uh, this man, I've certainly referred to him as a freak many a times. Eli Manning in 2015 had his best fantasy football season. The following quarterbacks all played 16 games in that season, but who was the only one to score more fantasy points than Eli? 2015, Eli's breakout year from fantasy point of view. Who had more though? Was it Aaron Rodgers? A. B Blake Bortles, C the Butler, Teddy Bridgewater, or D Jamison, AKA Jameis Winston. Who had more fantasy football points in 2015? Eli Manning beat three of these. Which one beat him? I feel like this is a subtle troll about <laughs> Eli Manning. So I'm going to go with Blake Bortles. You are correct. It is Blake Bortles. That was the ultimate garbage time performance. Blake garbage time Bortles, 440 uh, or sorry, 404 fantasy points that season to Manning's 367. All right, Steve. Bonus question time. I hope you're ready. 20 bonus points on the line. Here is your bonus question. This one's a fun one. Eli Manning's middle name is the same as a very popular Simpsons character. What is it? Is it A, Millhouse, B, Bart, C, Nelson, or D, Ralph? Middle well, name. I feel like one of those is something that would be popular in Louisiana. Ooh. So I'm going to go Millhouse. Oh, incorrect. Oh. <laughs> it is Nelson. Oh. Eli, Eli Nelson Manning. What a uh, kind of a mouthful of a name. All right, moving on to round two. Let's take a look at the round one scores. We got uh Steve Shermer in the lead. Oh no, correction. It is tied 20 to 20. Steve and Moonoff tied up. Moon off. Uh, of course, Adam gave out a lock dog tease last week. Do you have that in front of you? I do. I do have it. Okay. What did, what did uh, Adam throw out last week for his lock dog and tease? So for the lock, he had 20 units on the Steelers minus the seven against the Bengals. He had 15 units on the dog uh, bills plus two and a half. Oh man. Thankfully he got that hook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he had 15 units on his teaser, which was Panthers plus the 12 and a half Raiders plus the two and a half and dolphins plus four and a half. All right. So it looks yeah. like, yeah, it looks like his lock and dog hit. Of course the Panthers broke up that tease that gives you 67 units uh, moon off AKA Adam. And uh, again, thank God for you, Arizona. Wasn't dumb enough to kick the extra point, although that would have made a lot of betters happy. Between that and the Cleveland Browns game, 
So now that you had those 67 added to the 20 you've won, you're sitting at 87 total units. Steve, let's take a look at your lock dog tease you threw out last week. What did you go with here? Well, I went uh, 10 units on Saints minus 10 uh, over the 49ers. I didn't think Jameis Winston would be the one to get that done, <laughs> but uh, he did. Uh, 10 units on my dog, the Giants plus four and a half. How dare you? Which, uh, listen, you know, not only do I have to go with my favorite team, but anytime you have an NFC East matchup, just go with the underdog because they're both terrible. And then I, I had 30 units on uh, my teaser of Bills plus nine and a half. Uh, Steelers down to nothing. And uh, the loser of that teaser is Ravens minus a half. Well, and perfect word describing the Ravens as losers responsible for kicking Kramer and I out of the uh, circuit survivor contest and ruining everyone's tease as well. So also your lock and your dog hits, uh, you know, should have should have won giants money line, Steve, you call yourself a fan. Regardless, you are sitting on 38 units that you cash. So 38 plus 20. I'm doing the math here, and uh, you're sitting at 58 units. Okay, now little uh, little point, little chance to get some extra points here. It's a segment called "Defend Your Shittiest Pick." It's your last opportunity to get some units before you give out your picks for the weekend. Whoever gives the most convincing answer of why they made that shitty pick will win 10 points. And it's up to me and the judges. Yeah. 15 seconds. You're going to be on the clock. As soon as I'm done asking the question, moon off, you're up. What were you thinking? AKA as Adam putting Panthers in your teaser. Listen, the Panthers at home in a division game, they were getting six points at home. Um, and Teddy covers. I mean, as a starter, he is what 33 and 11 as a starting quarterback. So why not back him as a as a home dog there? They were tied at the half. Oh, sorry, they were up. I think it was tied at the half, 17-17, and it just imploded on them in the second half. So, all right, that's that's a 15 second time. Uh, pretty convincing. Pretty convincing. Making some good points. Panthers are, have been a fun team to bet on, and uh, you know Teddy, Teddy getting a little banged up there probably didn't help. All right, Steve, you're on the clock now. Why did you put the Ravens in your uh, kind of lame seven point teaser? What were you thinking there? Well, when I was asked to do this teaser, I was deep, <laughs> deep in Master Sunday, deep in the process, looking live odds and matchups, sweating a lot of things I had going. So of course, I just scrambled to put together a tease. So I put together Bills nine and a half, Steelers even then. Who wouldn't think the Ravens couldn't beat Sham Newton? So I thought that was just a go-to one, and you know what? Blew up in my face and made me look ridiculous, and made me, you know, realize that I should just stick to golf handicapping instead of NFL <laughs> handicapping. All right, that'll do it. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the judges. Judges, I think I'm going to have to uh, give it to Steve because his excuse was working on content for the sports gambling podcast and golf gambling podcast. So that is the perfect excuse as to why you got the pick wrong. So I'm going to have to give it to you there. Okay. Round three, the final round where you guys give out your picks, Steve, you're sitting, uh, you're sitting there with 68 units moon off sitting with 87 units. Okay. Moon off since you're the, uh, since you're the leader, you get to go first here. 
How do you plan on spending your 87 units over at mybookie.ag? What are you betting on? What are you giving the people? All right. So I'll go with the lock, dog, and tease also. Uh, I'll start with the lock. This is about to blow up in my face with you guys, but I'm going to put 40 units on the Cowboys. Plus How dare you? End this show now. <laughs> I just think it's too many, too many points, especially for the Vikings that are coming off of three straight divisional games. It was a big physical game for them Monday night uh, against a shitty, shitty Browns offense. (laughs) Their only touchdown in that game was a 104 yard kick yard or kick return to start the second half by Patterson. So Cowboys coming off the bye week, getting everybody pretty much healthy. They get the red rifle, Andy Dalton back. So, so wait, you're you're using that points. as an as an argument for why people should bet on the Cowboys. Okay, just getting the chatting this down. <laughs> so Cowboys plus the seven forty units, and then you have forty seven units. Are you gonna, what are you what are you doing with those guys? All right, let, I'm gonna go. Uh, let's go with twenty units on the dog. I'm gonna take the Falcons. I believe it's down to plus four now uh, on my bookie there. So I'm gonna take the Falcons plus the four. Uh, Jameis Winston should not be favored by four, four and a half, five points, whatever the line is right now. And again, Atlanta's won three out of the last four games. They're playing really well under Raheem Morris. Um, and they're also coming off a of bye week. So, and they also have familiarity with Jameis Winston since he was with the Bucks for most of, well, I think all of his career when he was with the Bucks there. So they yeah. know how he plays. Um, and I think Julio will go off in this game. Um, so give me the Falcons as the dog. Okay, close it out strong. You got to w- close it out with your tease. What are you doing there, Munaf? Tease. All right. I'm going to tease the Packers up to plus eight, Texans up to plus eight also. And I'm going to double dip with the Falcons up to plus the 10. Okay. Like those picks. Steve. Well, obviously, except uh, for the Cowboys pick, Steve, <laughs> you have 68 units. How are you going to use them this week? You're, you're, you're 19 units behind, but uh, what are you going to do to try and catch up here? All right. Well, I put a little more f- thought process into this because <laughs> uh, it's not as big of a golf tournament. I'm kind of detoxing a little bit from this. So, uh, so lock, I'm going to go Baltimore minus five. Listen, I think they, I know it was a big game last week, but you know, they're playing the Titans this week. I think they were looking ahead a little bit, trying to get a little bit of a revenge spot. And honestly, I'm still a little bitter about the Titans knocking me out of my own survivor <laughs> pool. So this is a little bit of revenge. I'm going to get there. I think Baltimore goes on steamrolls and the Titans are kind of frauds. So Baltimore minus five. I'm going to put 34 units on that. Okay. Uh, as my dog, I'm going to go with Houston plus 115. And, you know, listen, I don't believe in this Patriots team. And what's the one thing? that Belichick has done or not done throughout his career very well. He doesn't do very well against guys used to coach under him. I don't know if he just feels bad for him and wants him to like kind of give him a job. So <laughs> I think Houston's going to come on and beat him. You know, so I'll take the money line there plus one fifteen, And then I'm going to do a seven point tease. Uh, I think I'm going to agree with moon off here. I'm going to go Atlanta to plus 10. Uh, I'm going to tease up to Packers plus eight. And then, you know, my apologies to Justin Decker. But I'm going to tease <laughs> down the Chargers minus two and a half. And you know what? I know they are just a cursed franchise, but I don't think they can even screw that up. So we'll go 18 units on that. Uh, and then my dog was 16 units, by the way. I don't think I mentioned that as well. 
All right. A lot of units on the line and uh, stay tuned. Social media will be tweeting out who will be returning for the next let it ride. Big thanks to Steve. Big thanks to moon off. And that'll do it for us here at let it ride. Please of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel. So you never miss an episode. Also head over to sports gambling podcast.com for all the NFL college football, UFC, NBA, golf and premier league content. Gross. I just plugged soccer that you can handle. See you next week when it's time to For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier has arrived on Disney+. Plus. The world is upside down. We can't lose this fight, Bucky. If we do this, we're going to do it our own way. Experience the six-episode event. Work partners, co-workers. Not necessarily the team. No. We look damn good. Marvel Studios' The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus.